Hartman wanted towards the boards. Perbix takes it. He'll tie it up, and that will do it. The Minnesota Wild suffer just their third regulation loss this season when scoring first. As Eric Sinek got the Wild off and running. In the end, the Lightning and their top skill players, particularly their power play, just too much. As they drop Minnesota here at Amelie Arena, Lightning win at 7-3. Sixth time this season, the Wild have given up six or more goals. Third time it's happened in the last five games. Tonight they go to Tampa and get hammered by the Lightning. 7-3 is your final score. Welcome back to the Bob Kurtz Radio Center. Kevin Fallis here with the post-game show out there at Amelie Arena. Tom Reed saw the Tampa Bay Lightning, Tom. T- people tell me that they're on the decline, but holy moly, when I look at that roster and I see Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, uh, they don't look like they're on a decline to me. No, you're right, Kevin. And this is a, this is a team that is very, very good. There's no question about that. The fact that they've got a lot of firepower. Those the top two lines are so good, but at the same time, this entire team t- t- tonight played so well because of the fact they were. They were moving. I mean, they're moving their feet. I mean, they had great speed out there, and Minnesota just couldn't match it tonight. And uh, right from the get-go, you could tell, oh, this may not be a, a good night. And and I felt bad for Philip Gustus, and he didn't get a lot of support out there tonight. And I don't put any of the, the, the this loss on him at all. I mean, the guys in front just didn't do their job tonight. But the, you know, you got you got to look at the talent. I mean, the talent there is very, very good with this hockey club. So they got what they deserved, and that's a, another win. Philip Gustafson, his second start since returning from injury, now has given up 25 goals in his last six starts. Dropped four of those six contests. But like you said, this wasn't all about him. The Wild actually pulled within one of the Lightning. 14.7 seconds left to go in the second period. Jake Middleton on the board. But we know how it goes from there. The Lightning score three consecutive goals in the third period. The power play for them, once again, I know it's one of the tops in the NHL, Tom, but the Wild PK once again struggled. Yeah, it is the tops in the NHL. I mean, they can put the puck in there at will. They just seem to have that. those guys. They they see the uh, the game so well. They see the the ice so well, and they are really are, have really supported each other here. And it was a it was a, a, a fun win certainly for Tampa Bay. It was a very very tough loss for Minnesota. But you know what? They don't get too much of a chance to reflect on it because now they've got the Florida Panthers tomorrow night in Florida and Sunrise, who are home resting tonight, getting ready for Minnesota tomorrow. Yeah, isn't that nice? What is the message, you think, to the team coming out of this one? We know there was a a come to Jesus after the 6-0 loss to the Coyotes on Saturday. Felt like that was a different type of hockey game than this one, but still a loss is a loss, and this team right now can't afford to have any more bumps in the road. No, they can't. I mean, they're they're, they're putting themselves out of a position now for a playoff playoff run here, but the only way you, you, you turn it around is by winning hockey games, and they've got to find a way to be much more aggressive in all zones. Uh, which they weren't tonight. I thought that the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning were very good at exiting out of their own uh, defensive area. Minnesota just couldn't keep pace with this team tonight. So uh, Tampa Bay wins this one. Minnesota gets ready to go on the aircraft up to the, about an hour flight, I guess, up to sunrise by, by the time we get there. So uh, I'm sure the coach will have a few words of wisdom tomorrow and trying to encourage these guys. And that's what you have to do right now. You can't, you know, you can't keep being negative at them. You want to be positive with them, and uh, hopefully tomorrow will bring a better result. I want you to get up a little early tomorrow, take a nice walk on the beach, and get ready for the Wild and Panthers <laughs> tomorrow night, okay? Uh, yeah, if I can see the beach, I will. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Tom Reed, out there at Amelie Arena. Tonight, they're in Tampa. Tomorrow, they'll be in Sunrise. Tonight, the Wild falls short. <laughs>
They fall short. They lost 7-3 to the Lightning, so they more than just fell short. They stubbed their toe in a gigantic way. They're in trouble. They've lost 9 of their last 11 overall, going 2-8-1 over that stretch. Quick break, and then when we continue, more from Tampa, plus John Hines' postgame comments. This is Wild Hockey, presented by XL Energy. Well, got away from them in the third period, didn't it? Let's get you the Toyota shift of the game. Wilder up 1-0 in this hockey game, if you remember. Jules Eriksson X staked him to the 1-0 advantage with his third goal in two games, 18th of the season. Wild up 1-0, but three consecutive go to the Lightning. Hedman, Sorella, and Marella. His comes at the 320 mark. It's 3-1 in favor of the home team. Rossi pulls them within one. Braden Point makes it another two-goal game. And then it's Jake Middleton in the closing moments of the middle frame. Pulls the wild back to within one. But we open up the third 69 seconds into the final frame. It's a power play goal for Steven Stamkos. It's nice, and it's the Toyota shift of the game. Kucherov hacks one along. And shot makes First of three consecutive goals for the home team. Stamkos gets his ninth of the year, followed by St. Cloud State's Isimont and Sorelli. But it's Stamkos that pretty much delivers the knockout punch. Third of three power play goals. Ice is the victory, and it's the Toyota shift of the game. Presented by Toyota, official vehicle of the Minnesota Wild. You want to talk about some gaudy stats? How about Steven Stamkos? 534 goals now in 1,045 games in the National Hockey League. Kucherov, he leads the NHL in points. He's got 75 on the year. Three come in this one. Three apples, now 500 career assists for Nikita Kucherov. Wild are in trouble. We'll continue to count it down. In fact, we'll hear from Philip Gustafson next. This is Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. Wild keep it alive in the offensive zone. Middleton left point. Swings it along to Faber. Left circle, Erickson X. Scores! Jewel Erickson X off a nice pass from Brock Faber. Beats Vasilevsky short side high. And the Wild have the game's first goal. That got things started. Jules Eric's neck with his 18th of the season, set up by Faber and Middleton. 5-17 in, the Wild are up 1-0, and that's usually a good sign. The Wild before tonight, 14-2-4 when scoring first. We know it didn't transfer into a victory tonight. Unfortunately, the Wild lose, and they fall 7-3 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's get you out to Amelie Arena, the starting goaltender for the Minnesota Wild. For the second time in three games, Philip Gustafson. For the second time in three games, the Wild get pounded. Different complexion to the game on Saturday. Like I said with Tom, Wild lost 6-0. Gus looked rusty. Tonight, it was all about the guys in front of him. Maybe it wasn't his strongest game, but the team in front of him was putrid. Let's see what the starting goaltender thought about this one. Gustafson addressing the media. Let's join him in progress. Jake was talking about just some of the bounces. I mean, you saw that, especially on the, their power play goal early in the third. Um, what else are you seeing? That was, it's not all bounces. It's some, but it's not all. Yeah. Uh, no, it's... it's I feel like they were faster than us today in the, in the turnovers. It felt like they are, um, had a second layer way quicker than us, and, and it felt like they, they created a lot of chances like that. And uh, as you said, they're powerfully steadily, and, and we couldn't keep it up. The way you started, you had an early lead, even 1 1 after 1. 
down one going into the third, good spots to be in? Yeah, yeah, no, it's one goal down after, after two periods in a row, it's, it's, it's okay. Um, and we knew we had to kill that that uh, first PK in the in the third period and, and they score, so we can't really recover from after that. Saturday said you said your time was off after coming back from the injury. Did you feel a little better today for practice yesterday? And I know you had the big stop and we caught early on. But... Yeah, no, it, it, it felt better today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't help, though. The puck went in anyway, so um, I don't know. We'll we'll recover and, and then we'll try and see what went wrong and, and fight back the next game. Inconsistent right now in front of you. I know you weren't in there Monday, but yep. pitch a high-missing shutout and then yep. for the team to give up seven the next game, there's yep. got to be some middle ground in there somewhere for this team. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what we had last year. It felt like, it, it felt like we, we more had a middle ground and, and when we and when we play really good, we, we could shut down teams like this and, and maybe give up one or two, but it just felt like they, they outpaced us today. How challenging will you be playing the rest of the season with those versions? No, he's a, he's a big part of our team. Uh, a loud voice in, in the locker room and, and the leaders, so it's going to be challenging. How do you keep the frustration from setting in as a team overall when you don't get the results that, that you're looking for? Well, um, no, today we didn't matter if we had scored six, today we still lost and, and it's only... It's two points, and, and that's what it is. You, you can't, after the game is done, you can't uh, mourn it more than that. Thank you. There you go, Philip Gustafson. Again, suffers the loss, gives up all seven goals. He's given up 25 in his last six starts and have dropped four of those last six decisions. He's 8-5-0 in his last 13 starts, but his falls to, with this one, falls to 10-11-2 on the season. Wild have dropped six of their last nine on the road, nine of their last 11 overall, and the free fall continues tonight. They lose 7-3 in Tampa. John Hines coming up next. This is Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. I mean, I saw a, a slash on the like bicep with three seconds left and a head snap, and then I saw a one-timer that was going extremely wide off us and into the back of the net. So like I like I don't want to sound rude or like here, but I really don't have many answers for you guys right now. That's the sound of Jake Middleton moments ago at Amelie Arena. It's too bad because this 7-3 loss takes away from a very good night for him offensively. Matches his career high of three points in a game. Had three assists back on October 24th against the Edmonton Oilers. Tonight a goal and two assists to match his career high, but in the end it uh, comes in a 7-3 loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, weird bounces all over the place. One of them bounced off the rib cage of a uh, of Brock Faber. One went off of uh, Jake Middleton. It was just one of those nights in Tampa Bay, but unfortunately there's been too many of those types of nights uh, over the course of the first half of this season. Tonight it continues in Tampa. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. John Hines is next, and then we'll get ready for the Wild and Panthers tomorrow night in Sunrise. This is Wild Hockey, presented by XL Energy.
first half, we have to figure out our PK. Um, you know, obviously falls on my shoulders as much as anyone. Um, you know, it's power play. We have to capitalize. It's um, obviously special teams. We need to step it up, and uh, you know, obviously there's there's a lot more that needs to be done. But um, yeah. Out there in Tampa Bay, two-game point streak for him. He's got 20 assists, 20 assists in 46 games played, fastest by a defenseman to the 20-point assist mark in franchise history, second only to Matt Boldy for any player ever. Boldy did it in 40 games, but all that comes in, in a loss, 7-3. Wild fall in Tampa. Quickly, let's get you back out to Tampa. One last time, the head coach of the Minnesota Wild is John Hines. He's addressing the media. Let's join him in progress. Watching the game like ill-time penalties and defensive breakdowns were just too much to overcome. Well, I think the game, I mean, the game's in the balance. It's 4-3. to three. We scored three even strength chances. We put ourselves in position to take a penalty with 1.2 seconds left against the number one power play. Uh, they score on that. Then we make some uh, soft puck plays. You know, for the other two goals, and when the game's in the balance, then it's five-three. Uh, we think another another penalty, and um, you know that's the things that uh, we continue to work with this team on. Is you got to work hard, but you got to work smart. And uh, tonight, when the game was in the balance in those situations, they had a one-goal lead, we had a two-goal lead, and we take penalties that you cannot take. How do you explain that from like Monday, where it was like so sharp everywhere and it's crisp and it's a five nothing blow to then having those mental mistakes and those breakdowns that cost you? It's game. It's game management. You know, that's that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. That power play goal or in the third period, obviously a wacky bounce there. But overall, with the penalty kill unit, what do you kind of see in, in terms of things that could be corrected? I guess. Well, I, you know, and uh, I mean, there was a couple. You know, even uh, Stan Coase's goal it, it hits favor. It's going yeah. really wide in the net. Yeah. Uh, to, to me, it's not so much the penalty kill. I think the message out of the game is when the game was in the balance, we did enough things. Even we had breakdowns. The game's at four to three, and then when you give a top power play unit that many opportunities with the types of penalties we took and the situations we took, that's the difference in the game. Like, you know, it's not so much about the penalty kill. It's about the management and understanding time and score in the situations. And tonight, when it was in the balance, down by one, down by two, we shot ourselves in the foot. There's a lot of veterans in there. Why do you think that that's not getting through to them? They have been in these situations before. They're experienced players. Yeah, we'll continue to work on it and teach it and, and uh, demand it. You know, And then I think you know, with the penalty, sometimes um, you know, there's times where we don't and there's times where we do. But I, I don't really want to get into the whole... Uh, situation with it, but you know, you come on this road trip, you know, you're playing good teams. That uh, when the game is in the balance, as I said, when it matters the most, uh, you have to be mentally and, and engaged in what's going on. And tonight, we faltered in those areas. What made you call the timeout? What was your message then? We still got within reach, obviously, at 3 1. Yeah, I didn't like how we came out in the second period. I mean, you know, they scored right off on a, on a, on a breakdown on the penalty kill. Uh, and then we come out and, you know, we, we turned pucks over, we made soft plays. You know, we talk a lot about puck management, put it in good spots when you're under pressure, and uh, we didn't come out with that mindset, and I wanted to try to nip it in the bud. How difficult was the news that Spurgeon will be out for the rest of the year? Oh, it's really difficult. I mean, it's uh, number one for Spurge. I mean, it's never you never want to see someone have to go through that, but I think overall down, down the road it'll be really good for him. 
uh, he battled his way through it and he, he couldn't make it any further. So uh, wish him the best in, his, in the surgery. He's recovering and look forward to seeing him around the ring. There you go, the head coach of the Minnesota Wild, John Hines, are addressing the media. Yeah, not only do you lose the uh, the game 7-3 in Tampa, but then you get the news right before, uh, earlier today. I'm sure they've known for a couple of days, but regardless, it's made official. Jared Spurgeon out for the remainder of the regular season as he'll undergo a couple of surgeries over the course of the next month. So, you know, bad news goes to worse news, Wild lose, and they've dropped nine of their last 11. Tomorrow night they'll be back on the ice, taking on the Panthers. Panthers in Sunrise, Florida, 273 miles to the south. They'll take to the ice. Puck drops at 6 o'clock. Pre-game at 545 on the network. KFN in the Twin Cities joins at 6. That's the flagship for Wild Hockey, FM 100.3 The Fan. Special thanks tonight to Tim Parachka, Jackson Rebel, and Aaron Sickman, and for Joe, Re- Joe Reed. How about Joe O'Donnell and Tom Reed? I'm Kevin Falness. Talk to you tomorrow night from Sunrise on the Minnesota Wild Radio Network. Listening to Minnesota Wild Hockey. Marcus Johansson, cross ice, a shot by Goudreau, he scores! Join us next time, right here, for more Wild Hockey action. Back on front, skate save, Flurry, robbing Niederreiter, and then he fought off the rebound from Appleton. Wild Hockey is an exclusive presentation of the Minnesota Wild, the National Hockey League, and the Minnesota Wild Radio Network. Oh,